Welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I am your host, Maddie Marie. Welcome back. I missed y'all. I'm so glad y'all are here. Um, it's Turkey Week, obviously. I hope you guys are excited. Um, so this week we're going to talk about balance and gratitude in association with that. Um, but first, obviously, we have to catch up. So this week, honestly, this week was pretty bland. I actually didn't have Romy for the whole week. She was spending it with her dad for his um, extended parent time this year, which was exciting for her, but made me sad. I missed her so much. Um, But I got her back this weekend, and we are... While you're hearing this, we'll be in Arizona. I'm recording this on Sunday in preparation for our trip. But by the time you will be hearing this, we will be living it up in a Z. I am so excited. My mom's birthday is tomorrow. It's on Wednesday, the 22nd. And then it's Thanksgiving. And I am so excited. I want to hear like what Thanksgiving traditions y'all do. Because I'm a big holiday person. Like I love celebrating. So I want to hear how everyone else celebrates. I honestly have had pretty bland thanksgivings the last few years because while i was married we didn't really celebrate traditionally um he was from mexico so we kind of put a little twist on it and i (laughs) was effectively not allowed to hang out with my fam so traditional cozy family time was off limits I am so excited to get back to it, though. I'm so excited to be able to, like, have a sit-down, fun, cozy meal with my people. And I'm so excited that Romy can start to see these traditions and see kind of how that looks. Because I've always loved it. I've always loved how holidays just bring people together. So, again, I want to hear your traditions that you do for Thanksgiving. I know a few... Like five years ago, I feel like four years ago, maybe Thanksgiving, my aunt had us all do ABCs around the table. So like each person took a letter around the table and we said something that started with that letter that we were grateful for. So that's kind of a fun way to get everyone talking around the table, you know, good old what are you grateful for? Y'all know me, I'm big into gratitude, so... I'm just excited that everyone is going to be hopefully forced to participate in that this week. Um, If you're not, try to intentionally just do it on your own. But that is what our Thanksgiving will look like. I am so excited. And I love Arizona too. Arizona also has the prettiest sunsets, dude. Like Utah is pretty unbeatable, but Utah right now is pretty gloomy. So it's hard to see the sunsets. The sunrises have been pretty fantastic, but... That's okay. Just remember to practice your gratitude this week, especially. And as we're going into the holiday season, because I know a lot of people get hyper-focused on like consuming and gifting, 
that really the like basis of just spending time with people and appreciating that fact is kind of overlooked. So that's my only advice for that. Um, but y'all know I have been reading the Akatar series and I'm almost done. I think, okay, again, I'm recording this on Sunday. I might finish it on the plane tomorrow. Um, and I'm so stoked, dude. I am so excited. It is so good. The last couple of books are a little bit different than the first few. So keep that in mind if you want to go read it, but all of all five are so good. Um, so I'm almost done. This is my petition for men to read smut that is written by women. If you know, you know. If you don't, I'm truly sorry for you. Get your hands on Akatar because it's pretty mild, but it's still so good. <laughs> so keep that in mind. I don't know like what I'm going to read next. I've heard Fourth Wing is so good. And so I'm pretty tempted to start that. There's two books. Iron Flame, I think, is the second, which just came out. Or Sarah J. Mass. She's the author of the Akatar series. She has another series. It's an eight-book compilation um, called Throne of Glass. So those two are next on my list, I think. Maybe I'll find some, like, one-off ones. Because these series are pretty, like, a hefty commitment, you know? But on the topic of books, I've got a Kindle and I ordered some stickers because I have like a clear Kindle case. I'm a little paranoid of like putting stickers on my actual like devices. So I ordered a clear, I have a clear Kindle case. So I ordered stickers to put on that because I feel like I'll get sick of it and I don't want to peel it off and have like gunk, you know, the sticker gunk. Anyways, that's besides the point. I ordered some stickers for the Akatar series because I'm legitimately obsessed with it. Um, but if you're looking for a Kindle case, a hundred percent, I recommend Paige the shop. She's actually local to Utah. Her other shop is post accessories and her Kindle cases are so cute. She is dropping a, um, like neutrals collection next. Actually, I think probably right today, maybe tomorrow. Don't quote me on that, but go check out her Instagram. I'll link it in the description. Um, they're so cute. And then movies and music that we're listening to. Movies-wise, H and I did a um, marathon last week of The Hunger Games because the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes came out, which is technically a prequel. It's about President Snow. Um, and I honestly, I thought it was so good. The cast was honestly unbeatable dude the entire cast was so good and i feel like the innuendos to the actual like series because i don't this is not like a book like this movie didn't have a book that corresponded with the hunger Games series so i feel like the innuendos to the other series the movies created from the books were perfect they were executed so good um yeah so i loved it i thought it was really good the other movie that I do want to go see really bad is Next School Wins. I know I've talked about it a couple times. I'm excited to finally see that. But also, we're about to hit December, and I feel like people are starting to go to the movies more often on holidays, which makes me sad because we did that before. It was popular. But now the movie theaters are so crowded. 
around the holidays, which is fine. But I do want to go see Wonka. And I'm debating on seeing it on Christmas or not. Probably not because I know it'll be busy. But I'm stoked. I love Timothy Chalamet. And him and, like, Pete Davidson's skit. It actually was hilarious to see so many people dressed up as them for Halloween. Dude, it was so funny. Anyways, that's besides the point. I wanted to keep this episode kind of brief because I know that we are busy this week. So let's get into it. We are talking about balance and I'm going to attempt to weave gratitude within that because that's the theme of Turkey Day, dude. So first off, I saw this quote while I was like prepping for this episode and it said in between goals and appointments and to-do lists is this thing called life. And it has to be lived in order to be enjoyed. So I want you to keep that in mind when we talk about balance because I feel like most of our lives in today's society and structure have become so like hustle culture oriented, go to college, go to work, retire, and then live. When like you will never get these days back, right? And I feel like that's something that is talked about, but it's not like fully comprehended. I saw another quote a while ago that said there, you live two lives and the second one starts when you realize you can only die once. And I love that because I feel like I hit that block. I mean, maybe... People are going to hear this and be like, she's too young to be saying that. Shut up. I know I'm young, but I've lived enough life (laughs) to be able to say I feel like my first life has come to an end and I've hit the point where like I can really actually enjoy the now because I'm no longer like fighting to freaking survive and like I have recognized that like there's more out there than what I was receiving. So I think that is really important to remember as well. Um, I think understanding the line between like things that you can control and the things that are out of your control is really important when we're evaluating the aspects of certain types of balance in your life as well because at some point you do just have to accept like certain things you cannot manage. Certain things are out of your control. Like if you pop a tire while you're driving, like that happened... And, like, you have to deal with it, you know? It's kind of similar. The episode that I did a while ago that says it's not always your fault, but it is always your problem. Just remember the things that are out of your control, but, like, you do still have to manage them, right? It is still your life. You do still have to, like, make the best of your situation. Hopefully that's what you're going to try and do. Um, But another quote that I saw while I was looking um, into this episode was life is like riding a bike to keep your balance you have to move forward so that is something that I like honestly I try and remind myself that even bad days are only 24 hours like every bad day will come to an end you'll wake up in the morning and you have a new opportunity to have a good day so that is just another thing to keep in mind so While we're going into balance, we're going to break it up into five different categories. The first one, we're going to talk about love versus hate, which is in relation to like an intimacy balance in your life. The second one is productivity and versus rest, which is like your work-life balance. Um, And then the next one will be discipline and or versus having fun, which is more of a social life balance. 
the next will be eating healthy versus fulfilling cravings which relates to a healthy living balance and then the last one is peace versus chaos which is a spiritual balance so we're going to dive into first we're going to start with love versus hate so i feel like i have made this abundantly clear i do not feel like there is any room for hate um i feel like people are constantly complaining about something or being negative about something for basically no reason um i know i've said this multiple times but basically everything that's happening in your life is your own fault like you have control over your life and if you're choosing to not recognize and accept that control you are playing victim which i try to just not associate with that because i don't i can't really comprehend how like you think if you're in a victim complex like how can you not like lay the cards out and be like oh yeah you're right like i'm doing this to myself because i am falling into these negative toxic like routines and habits and i'm refusing to break them so i don't feel like there is any balance towards hate i feel like this should teeter 100 percent to the love side i feel like there's not enough love in the world to go around um and life is too short to have any like second guessing you know life is too short you need to love hard you need to just love your people hard who cares if it's not reciprocated that is one thing that actually irks me to my core like oh, I would do X, Y, and Z for this person, but they wouldn't do it back, so obviously I'm not going to. Like, then you don't love them. That's conditional. Stop putting conditions on everything. Just love hard. Contribute where you can. Stop caring about what will be reciprocated. I believe in karma, so if you're a good person, it doesn't need to be reciprocated immediately. Eventually, you'll have long-term gratification from that. So that's my view on it. Um, as far as like intimacy goes, I feel like I live in Utah, so I know this is like typical Utah culture of like rushing things, but this is just your reminder to not put timelines on things like that in your life because, and even not like intimate relationships, but like friendships as well. I feel like we quantify relationships by these milestones of like, which and I've already done it, right? Like I've already have gotten married. I've already had a baby. And I feel like that is how we quantify these intimate relationships rather than being able to be like, I enjoy my partner's company. <laughs> I am happy in my relationship because it's more of like, well, me and my partner have already gotten married. We've already had kids. We already have a house. Like we're doing X, Y, Z. Like you can be doing a through z you can be doing a million things at a time with your person but like are you happy why are we rushing i don't understand it so this is just your reminder that you do have to live these relationships in order for them to naturally happen and sitting back and letting things naturally progress is the best way to go um I saw that this quote was by Van Gogh and it says, I fear there is nothing more truly artistic than to love people. I love his articulation of it because I 100% agree. I think love is like the purest form of art because, I mean, just turn to social media. And I know social media is such a highlight reel. I've participated in that. But 
like you can see I love pictures because it's a visual representation of what someone like really wanted to show the world it's like you snap a picture of something that you love that you want to show and it will express that love so I think that articulation of loving someone is the most artistic someone can be I love seeing all the pictures of people with the people that they love I love seeing the faces I love seeing the candid photo shoots all of it so I just love it but let's move on to work-life balance so productivity versus rest this is kind of fun because we live in like hustle culture right? I feel like we're all pretty familiar with that. So it's important to grasp that you can work hard, but not let it consume your life. I saw this post on Instagram that said a coworker had actually passed away and how the company that she was at had people clearing her workspace so that they could make room for whoever was next. And this is just like a reminder of like corporate life goes on. Like your life at work will go on with or without you, unfortunately. Um, so stop letting it like consume your whole life. Like that coworker could have also been a parent, a child, a sibling, a spouse. Like that person is being mourned by people while the corporation is like, okay, we need to get someone in to start meeting these deadlines right so that's just a reminder that working hard is one thing but letting it consume your life is another and I think that leads into rest is viewed as a laziness now and I'm not meaning like sitting down and watching tv all day and just like not taking care of yourself lazy I'm meaning like you we are told like go to a nine to five, then start a side hustle in all your free time and go to bed late and wake up early so that you have enough time in the day to like get all this shit done. And while I fully support, I, you guys already know, I love the whole 5am club situation and like getting up early, I feel much more productive for the day, but that really is only healthy if you're managing to go to bed on time. And that's like a key part in the success of productivity is getting enough sleep and managing your time in a way that makes it doable productivity for me is best achieved when it's structured like I love lists and I do also have to schedule in like my chill time I when you don't schedule in your cheer time your cheer your chill like relaxation your body will like force you into it like especially during this time of the year it's flu season and we prioritize like spending time with people and eating what you need to really like remember is your body will force you to take a break you're gonna start feeling like shit when you're not taking care of yourself and a lot of that will stem from you wanting to like get so much shit done that you can't even process anything so give yourself grace productivity will look different every single day Like, your productive today will not be the same as your productive tomorrow, whether you do more or less. You can still be productive. Um, And, yeah, just take care of yourself. So, that is balancing, like, productivity versus rest, I think, is scheduling a bedtime. Like, I have my phone automatically turn on to do not disturb at a certain time. 
so that I can like wind down and go to bed earlier. Um, I do need to be better at bedtime, but <laughs> that's a that's a bad habit of mine that I need to break. But then you can get up earlier. So I think just taking care of yourself really is the bottom line of balancing like productivity versus rest and setting clear like workspace boundaries. The next one is discipline versus having fun. And the verbiage on that is specific because I think today's society considers fun to be like constant overstimulation, partying, and like consumer culture. I am 22. I understand that like my demographic age group is college students, college kids partying. I have a toddler and I have never been a partier anyways, but like that's just not like what I'm doing, <laughs> right? So I can kind of see this like oh, like overhyped overstimulation, which I know some people thrive in these like busy body environments, but also a lot of people don't. So I think it's important to first off just define like your own fun. What does having fun actually look like? For me, I like to read. I like to watch movies. I like to go to the gym. I like to have a chill day with my daughter. I like to spend quality time with the people that I love. Um, that's fun for me, whether like I'm disciplined or not. That's the that's my idea of fun. I think discipline allows for more fun, right? Like if I want to have a chill day with my daughter, when she goes to bed the night before, I am going to do a closing shift. I'm going to clean up my apartment. I'm going to prep toys for her. I'm going to like have an idea of an outline of our day. I'm going to know what we're going to be eating because then my day is more relaxing. I don't have to spend time thinking about these things because they're already prepped, ready, and done. And my environment has been curated to be a relaxing, healthy space rather than cluttered and messy from the day before. So I think discipline really does allow your fun. Discipline is a long-term play for the ability to have more fun in the end. I think like short-term fulfillment versus long-term reward is how you should weigh discipline versus having fun. Discipline is a tool that is quite honestly overlooked. I feel like society now has shifted away from discipline and and I know like maybe this is just like my age demographic because I know like there are so many people who are working so hard for that long-term fulfillment but I feel like a lot of people focus on like well I want to lay down and relax now and then you're gonna wake up and you're gonna have to deal with all of this shit but you're not gonna want to you know so that's my idea of it just consider short-term fulfillment versus long-term reward when um weighing discipline versus having fun The next one is eating healthy versus fulfilling cravings. This is like living healthy. So growing up, we always had a stocked pantry and candy and treats and desserts. We were well fed. We were, you know, very blessed. I was very blessed. My parents worked very hard for me. Um, But I did not prioritize like learning healthy eating habits until 
effectively this year (laughs) because even like last year I had no desire to like work out I had no desire to track my protein I had an awful relationship with food I did not eat enough um I couldn't even like think about eating bro I was so freaking overstimulated all the time I was trying to survive so I think especially right now tis the season dude for all the food field holidays this is just a reminder to fuel your body with things that are going to serve you. I'm going to bring this up again. This is flu season. And I feel like we're kind of fed that as a way of... I'm not... We're not going to continue that. Because I don't want to get political on here. Um, it is flu season. So in order to adequately prepare your body for flu season. You need to be fueling your body. You need to be actually like making sure you are eating enough and eating enough healthy food that your body can sustain itself through flu season. I love fulfilling a craving. Do not get me wrong, dude. I have a sweet tooth, okay? But at some point you need to understand and have the self-control to consume what's healthy for you first. Um, like understanding how it works. If you eat enough protein you will not have these cravings. You will curb them because you have already fulfilled yourself in that way. Um, And I'm an advocate for dessert, dude. So obviously, I think everything in moderation is ideal. I think planning ahead, knowing what you're going to eat is extremely helpful. But I also just want to remind yourself to give yourself grace. You do not have to earn your meals. You deserve to eat. And... It's healthy for you to eat at mealtime. It is healthy for you to snack throughout the day. Just consider what you're snacking on and what your meals look like when especially going into the holiday season because trust me, dude, I want all the freaking Christmas cookies. I want all the Christmas beverages. I'm a drink girly to my core, dude. I cannot wait to mix myself up a freaking Christmas cocktail and enjoy a Christmas cookie, okay? Santa likes cocktails this year. Anyways, that is really all. Honestly, I think everything in moderation is just the mindset to have. You do not have to earn your meals. Start paying attention to what makes your body feel certain ways. Like I've been kind of playing around with that and I have switched out a lot of my dairy, like a lot of my milk for oat milk or almond milk, coffee creamer, just to try and help, you know, curb the unnecessary bloating so that's the idea the last one is spiritual balance which we're talking about peace versus chaos that's really the only way that I could think to describe this because whether you believe in gods or a universe or a higher power or not we are spiritual beings And I think this connects to gratitude because gratitude allows you to nurture peace into your life. When you start recognizing like how blessed you are to simply be alive, to simply like have the people in your life that you have and breathe like that enough is like, holy shit, dude, that's crazy. I think connecting to your inner purpose will really fulfill leaning. And this is another one where I think it really just teeters to the peace side. Um, don't get me wrong. I love listening to like reality TV because that's a, that's I feel like a healthier form of chaos. 
but I do think this one should teeter completely to the peace side. So connecting to your inner purpose will also help you lean into that peace. Not upholding boundaries, I think, is a key way to teeter that to the chaos. I think isolating yourself and not working towards a purpose will also curate chaos. I think this is something where it's just like you need to outline what you want in your life and what will get you there. And you need to actually have the self like respect and discipline to cut the things out that are not helping you get there. So that is my little spiel. I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys have the happiest of Thanksgivings. Please practice your gratitude. Um, maybe text a few people this week that you're grateful for them and why. Um, share it on social media if you feel so inclined. But that is how I feel. I'm so excited to be spending Thanksgiving with my fam bam. And I will talk to y'all next week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find links to my blog and my socials in the description. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review. Have the best Taco Tuesday. I'll talk to y'all next week.